Hi, I'm Amy, and before I tell you my story, there are three things you should know about me. One, I have a very normal family. You won't believe how normal they are. Two, I am not allowed to date. And three, you will never be able to guess who my mom married. Sounds intriguing, right? But before I continue, please click the like and subscribe buttons. Thanks. I flinched as I washed my wound in the kitchen sink. I knew it was stupid of me to slide into home when I wasn't wearing a long-sleeved shirt, but I just had to make it to the plate. And we won the game. Besides, this wound was nothing compared to what would happen to me if Dad found out I had been playing baseball. Before I could even finish the thought, I heard him walk into the kitchen behind me. Uh-oh. Busted. He took one look at me, threw up his hands, and started yelling, How many times have I told you to stop playing that stupid game? This is not how girls are supposed to behave. You will never be a good wife. I tried to lie about how I got hurt, but he wasn't fooled. He knew I played baseball. As if that wasn't bad enough, Mom walked in just as soon as he was done. Sometimes my mom's a pain, too. And obviously, with my stellar luck, I had flunked my math test that day. So it was her turn to go ballistic on me. How are you going to be a lawyer if your grades are so bad, you idiot? You're just going to end up on the streets if you don't get serious already. Blah, blah, blah. I had heard it all before. She was always on my case about school. I was so tired of being criticized all the time. So when they finally left me in peace, I decided to do the only thing that cheered me up. I baked. Chocolate was bound to make me feel better. But just as I was about to bite into a big, fudgy piece to drown my sorrows, my dad walked in again and knocked it out of my hand. I looked at him sadly. He shrugged and said, You can't eat brownies, stupid. You have to stay fit and attractive. Otherwise, you'll never find a husband by the time you're 18. There's plenty of fruit in the fridge. Eat that. Um, how am I supposed to find a husband when I'm not even allowed to date? I thought. I can't really catch a boy because I can't go out with anyone till I'm married. And why is mom on my case to become a lawyer when apparently I'll be taking care of kids before I hit 20? Ugh. These psychos were driving me crazy. That weekend, my best friend Katie was having a pool party. Obviously, I wasn't allowed to go, so I sneaked out when mom and dad went to bed. When I got there, I was thrilled. I needed to let off some steam so badly. When Paul, the cutest guy in our class, arrived with his friends, I decided to talk to him, but when I saw my stick-thin reflection in the patio doors, I heard my dad's voice telling me I wasn't girly or feminine enough. I stepped back into the shadows and smoothed down my hair, feeling shy and sad. But then I had an idea. I grabbed a couple of water balloons and dashed back inside. Thank goodness I had packed a sweater in my bag. I stuffed those water balloons inside my bra. When I turned sideways, the effect was amazing. I looked so curvy and spectacular, just like that cheerleader he was always talking to. I slowly and very carefully went back into the pool, but I couldn't spot Paul anywhere. Where he had been standing was only one of his lame friends. No, where was Paul? He needed to see my curves. I was about to rush past this boy when he suddenly spoke to me. You're Amy, right? He said with a shy smile. I'm Liam. Hi, I replied, keeping my arms crossed firmly over my chest. Why are you in a sweater? He asked, looking puzzled. Don't you feel hot? I brushed a strand of hair away from my sweaty face. I was feeling hot and looking really stupid, too. I was wearing a sweater while everyone around me had changed into swimsuits. Uh, Amy, he added quickly. You've got something on your shirt. I looked down. 
Oh my god, the water balloons were leaking. Everyone standing close to us had noticed and they started to laugh. I ran back inside feeling horrified. There was no way I could look like a cool cheerleader, ever. For the next few days, all I wanted to do was stay in the kitchen and make more brownies. I felt like a complete fool. I just couldn't do anything right except make brownies. Obviously, it was time for my parents to add more drama to my life. They were just always fighting. One day, I walked in and found them at it again. I heard my mom cry out that she always felt dad had no interest in her and he barely even noticed her. Dad sounded really annoyed. For God's sake, woman, stop saying the same thing over and over again. I have to get dressed because I'm expecting an important guest. Just shut up for a while and let me have some peace. A tall, handsome man came to our house that evening, and Dad introduced him as Will from his law firm. Boy, was my dad a different person around his guest. You'd think he was the kindest, calmest man on earth. He'd laugh extra loud at Will's jokes, most of which were pretty lame. He was so attentive, topping up Will's glass with more water or filling his plate with more food. And he had even ordered some fancy pastries from a French bakery that Will apparently loved. Yeah, I love pastries too, Dad, but you never get them for me. Look how your dad is acting like a little puppy around his guest. He looks like a fool, Mom muttered while we were taking the empty dishes to the kitchen. Uncle Will started coming around at least once a week for dinner. I didn't mind that too much. At least my parents weren't screaming at each other with him around, and he was pretty nice. He tasted my brownies and said I could definitely be a chef. But of course, Mom shook her head and said I'd be a waste of space and a failed investment if I just stayed in the kitchen. Dad had gone upstairs a few minutes before, and now he was back with a big box. He was just full of excitement. He told us he had asked his mother to send this, and it had arrived in the mail today. He lifted the lid and removed something from it, which he held up for us all to see. Well, what do you think, Amy? He asked. What did I think? I stared at the white dress in horror. It was clearly a wedding dress, and not even a pretty one. With its puffy, full sleeves and frilly high neck, it looked like something a bride in a horror movie would wear, one from the last century. I was speechless. Looking at my face, he frowned at me and said that I'd better start working out if I wanted to fit into his mother's dress. Dad spent the next half hour going on about how he wanted me to just settle in with a nice boy in a few years. What was wrong with that? Then he said the worst imaginable thing. Besides, sweetie, everyone dreams of having a son. He said it so matter-of-factly that I just walked out of the room. I cannot handle this. I was so confused about what I wanted from this life. It clearly wasn't the things my parents wanted for me. I decided to finally find something that I could be good at and be proud of myself. So I began talent hunting. I tried out for the Glee Club but I didn't make the cut. No surprises there, I'm completely tone deaf. Then it was the chess club, but oh my God, what a snooze fest. I would be falling asleep during my partner's turn. I thought my mom would be proud if I joined the literature club. My dad should join it. Jane Austen's books are all about proper ladies and catching husbands, but I couldn't stand those boring old books. All my tryouts were turning into major disasters. What made it worse was that there was one person who was just always there to see me mess up each one. Liam. I swear, he was such a creep. I was just as clueless as ever. To make matters worse, mom and dad were fighting more than ever before. It was almost a relief when my mom had to visit my aunt for a few days. Finally, there would be some peace around here. But of course, there wasn't. Dad told me we were going out for dinner, and I'd better wear that pretty lilac dress he got for me a month ago. It was just perfect for my complexion. 
he said. I really didn't want to go anywhere, but there was nothing to eat at home, so I agreed. If I'd known what was in store for me, I would have chosen to starve. Dad walked toward a table for three, where a nervous-looking young guy in a suit was already waiting for us. He shook hands with my dad formally and introduced himself as an intern in my dad's law firm. Oh my God, this was a setup. Dad had really crossed a line. I didn't even bother sitting down. I just stood there with my hands fisted in the fabric of that stupid lilac dress. Are you insane? I hissed. He flushed. Sit down, Amy. Even with the clink of the dishes and the sound of other people talking, I could hear the threat in his voice. It was the last straw. Before I knew it, I was yelling. Why is it so important for me to get married? I'm only 15. You will sit down right now, he replied, glancing around at the strangers and the waiter, who were all staring at us. The poor boy looked terrified. And for just a second, I felt bad for him. I won't. I cried, you can't force me. I don't belong to you. You're going to need all the help you can get to find a nice boy to marry you. I heard dad screaming as I stormed out of the restaurant. We didn't talk for the next few days and I didn't mind at all. Soon enough, mom was home and they were back to fighting as usual. I was miserable. I started to have sleepless nights and my grades began to drop. Dad was always on my case about the dark circles under my eyes. When my report card came, mom had a fit. I didn't know what to do about all the stress. My skin started breaking out and dad started buying all these creams for my face. I somehow made it to 10th grade, barely. But then another life-changing thing happened. Mom and dad got divorced. Dad packed all his things and moved out. I felt like it was my fault. If I had been a better daughter and made them proud, maybe they would have been happier. But I was so furious at them too. It wasn't my responsibility to make their marriage work. It didn't turn out to be such a bad thing though. At least there was no more fighting and screaming. Mom soon got a job and she looked much happier. I could see she was making more of an effort to dress up and would go out in the evenings with friends more often. Dad had gotten a nice little place and I visited him twice a week. He was still going on about my marriage, but I didn't have to hear about it all the time at least. I thought things were looking up and I started to feel better, but I spoke too soon. One day, not long after I had that thought, Mom took me to dinner one day when I was surprised to see that she had invited Uncle Will as well. I hadn't seen him in a while. When we finished our dessert, which, by the way, was disgusting, she cleared her throat and then did something even more disgusting than the dessert. She took Uncle Will's hand. Oh my God. Amy, I feel like a different person. A big reason for that is that I'm in love. They both smiled at me. I wanted to gag. I didn't even know how to hide how horrified I was. I didn't even know they were dating. She asked me why I looked so pale and quiet. She and dad had just got divorced, and now she had just sprung this news on me out of nowhere. I liked Uncle Will, but I couldn't be happy for them. Not yet, anyway. Pretending that I had a headache, I stood up and left them. I went back home, but I didn't stay there. I packed up some clothes and went over to my dad's place. When I reached his house, I heard laughter from the kitchen. Dad had company over, it seemed, but I didn't care. I just wanted to hurt Will. I decided I'd smash the windows of his car. I ran to the garage. Dad had a lot of tools that would be perfect for the job. But in the very first drawer I opened, I came across a letter addressed to Uncle Will in Dad's handwriting. That was odd. I knew I shouldn't, but I felt too curious not to open it. And then I couldn't believe what I was reading. 
I felt dizzy with shock as my eyes scanned the page. It was a confession. Dad said that he'd had feelings for Uncle Will, but he knew about Mom and him and he was okay with it. In fact, he was happy that Uncle Will had made him face the truth about himself and finally get out of a miserable marriage. What? I sank to the floor, completely dazed. My dad was gay? My dad was gay. So many things started adding up. So much of his behavior made sense now, and I could see why he and mom just never got along. But this was a lot for me to take in. I rushed back to the kitchen and saw a smartly dressed, gorgeous guy pouring wine into glasses. Dad jumped to his feet the minute he heard me open the door. His hair was a little messed up and he had stubble on his face. Seeing me walk in, he grabbed an apron and tied it around his waist. He introduced the guy as a friend from his law firm. The liar. I literally just snapped. It was your stupid friend from a law firm that ruined this family before. I yelled and started throwing things around. I hate you and mom and Will. Angrily, I grabbed the wine glasses and threw the wine all over the carpet. I needed fresh air. I rushed out of the house and started running back to my place, tears running down my face. I nearly bumped into someone on a bicycle. Of course, it was Liam. The boy was everywhere. But for once, I was so relieved to see him. I just burst into tears as soon as he asked me what was wrong. He took me in his arms as I let everything spill out. And I told him everything I had found out about my parents. He just listened to me and said maybe things would be better for me now if my parents were happy. Of course, he was right. But all I could think was, my dad's gay. And as unbelievable as it may sound... My mom was about to marry my dad's old crush. I couldn't go back to my dad's place that night, and I didn't want to go home to my mom's either. I decided to crash at Liam's house for a while, and that's where my parents found me the next day. They wanted me to come home, but I refused. I don't have a home, I shouted at them, and it's your fault, both of you. Then mom took a deep breath, and I could tell things were about to get even worse. Amy, she said, I'm moving in with Uncle Will. You can stay with Dad or at the house. We'll make sure your expenses are paid. I didn't want to take their charity, but I agreed, resentfully. It's just for now. Soon I'll get a job and I'll pay my own way. I know all your secrets and I'm done with all your lies. Just leave me alone, I said. Thankfully, they did. And after all those years, I felt like I could finally breathe. Finally, I could escape their nagging and learn to be myself, whatever that meant. Liam had been waiting tables at a restaurant and told me they had a job opening. I took it and I realized it was really nice to have Liam around. I realized I was starting to have a bit of a crush on him. One day, my dad came by the restaurant during my shift and asked if we could talk. I reluctantly agreed. When we sat down at a table, I noticed he had tears in his eyes. He told me that over the last few months, he realized what a terrible father he had been to me. I was speechless. I felt a bit angry, but mostly I felt relief. I was glad dad was finally learning to accept himself and the people he loved. He asked me if I wanted to move back in with him, but I told him with a smile that I was happy being on my own for now, and I needed this space to figure out my life. After he left, I went over to Liam, who was wiping some glasses clean. I gave him a big kiss. His eyes widened, but I could tell he was super pleased. What was that for? He asked. For always accepting me as I am. And for always supporting me.